It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Brett Jeeves in the chair for Jackie Boy. We're catching up with him after 8 a.m. The Jackies are certainly on. Do you like that tune, by the way? It's I excellent. Oh, it's it magnificent. Oh, very good. Luca Brasi. Brasi. Yeah. Sensational. Real Tasmanian flavour. It's perfect. A real pleasure this morning that we've got a fellow that perhaps won't be feeling the best he's had, but I'm sure he's recouped and ready to go for what's going to be an enormous festival basketball tomorrow night. Jorick Chivers, Jack Jumpers, General Manager of Basketball Operations, joins us now. How are you, Jorick? You well, mate? Good flash there. Really good, mate. I, I liked your get-up last night. I, I noticed you in the stand. You had the old-fashioned um, uh, singlet on. You were next to the, the, the CEO in Simon Brookhouse. He was a little bit more regular in his attire. You just, you just rolled it right back, mate. mate Brookhouse likes to dress sharp. I'm just there as a basketball fan, mate. You know, you know how it rolls. How was last night from your perspective, mate? What did you see? Yeah, it was re- re- really good. It was really, um, I'm sure you guys both watched the game too. It was really gritty playoff basketball. They um, obviously really got after us. It scouted us very well, especially the two Joshes. They um, locked in really hard on those guys and, and really forced us to make someone else beat them, which, um, you know, we obviously struggled to do. I think the positives for us is um, there was a moment there in the third where we weren't playing well, obviously. I think we only scored seven points in the third quarter where we... Probably could have got away from us, but we battled back in the fourth quarter and, and kept it to 11 points, which gives us a lot to work with. And, you know, the, the, the advantage of playoff basketball is that it's a series. So whilst that wasn't our best performance, we've got two more chances to, to get it done over the next couple of days. You sort of looked at that first half, Jorick, and, and, and at halftime, I was sitting back in my lounge room and five points margin, I thought, gee, that's OK. We look like we've been completely outplayed. We've hung in, hung in, hung in. Couldn't make some exactly. shots in the third quarter. Yeah, I think it probably at halftime are exactly where we wanted to be. Obviously, they come out strong, as you'd expect, with a home crowd and um, playoff basketball. We sort of weathered the storm and, and kept ourselves within touch, which is typical Jack Jumper basketball. That five-point margin was probably about right. And then just the, the third quarter, we just sort of um, couldn't get going. They did a really good job, obviously. They got you know two of the best defensive guards in the league in Della Vidova and Shaley, and they just you know got us out of what we wanted to do. They sort of got us up the three-point line, which is one of our strengths. We only shot three of 14 from three, and... And it was just um, a real good old-fashioned playoff battle. But the, the thing that um, the positive we took out of it is obviously, um, you know, there's, there's nothing there that we don't think we can we can adjust. And we, we feel confident coming into a home crowd that, that obviously, you know, there's going to be just under 5,000 Tasmanians going absolutely berserk for us, which will, which will give us a lift to get that. And then go back to Melbourne on Monday and never know what can happen. Jake, uh, 
Brett here. Um, sorry about that. Just dropped out. Um, tell us a bit about Jack McVeigh. Unbelievable story. Bench role last year. Yeah. Um, recruited in, starter, and, and a star, both defensively, offensively, found his three-point stroke. Uh, without him in the first quarter um, last night, it, it, it could have been quite ugly. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think Jack embraces the big moment, which is which is great for him. He's a very positive. For those who've met him, he's a very positive guy, up and about, and loves to loves to sort of have a bit of fun. But um, <clears throat> like in all honesty, he's just really worked hard. One thing from Adelaide coming, he's always been able to shoot the ball. He's one of the best shooters in the league. But this year, he's really knuckled down. Sort of coaches challenged him to to be a better player in the defensive end, and also moving from the three spot to the four spot, which has just helped him flourish. And I think. Um, you know, we've spoken about it in, in different areas that, you know, we, we really challenged him to be one of the best four men in the league. And, and I think at the moment, he, he'd probably be one of the top five um, Australian five, uh, four men in the league. And, and he's doing really well. And as you said, just in those moments when we really need a bit of a lift, Jack seems to find that, that bit extra and hit that open three or get an offensive rebound and a putback. He's sort of really, really helping us there. Yeah, he's um, he's been superb. T- tell us a little bit about how recruiting someone like Jack comes about. How do you, how do you target someone like him? Um, what's the identification process? Um, who makes contact? Give, give, give us a bit of insight into how that comes yeah, about. So, so obviously, um, you know, the coaching staff are, are really heavily involved in the actual talent identification. So they sort of, um, you know, identify, especially year one's a completely different kettle of fish. Like this, this year round's going to be different because we're sort of filling holes. But year one, you, you're basically looking for all the talent across the board. And, and one thing that we're looking for as a club is we're, we're more about character and um and fit to Tasmania necessarily more so than, than overall talent. You obviously want talented guys, but we want a guys that we're going to represent Tasmania the right way and, and really buy into the community and really buy into what we're trying to do. So we sort of shortlist the guys that we want, and then it's just a matter of doing the due diligence. So it's just ringing around. You know, it's a small league, the NBL, so everyone sort of knows everyone. So ringing around people associated with the club that these guys are at and finding out who's going to be a good fit. And then when the time's right, coach reaches out and sort of sells them on, on what he thinks their role is going to be. And then... Right at the tail end, we jump in and, and it's sort of dollars and cents and, and sort of doing all the stuff with the agents at the last minute. But, um, yeah, we're really methodical with making sure we, you know, really um, character guys and, and guys that really wanted to buy in and, and be part of something special. Last night, Jorick, I've been amazed on a whole for the year, especially after Will Magne went down. It's been one of the, the smallest ball, small ball lineups in, in world basketball this year, as you will yeah. know. At certain stages there last night, I looked at the two big seven-footers from Melbourne. They're so darn athletic, both of them. Yeah. Just looked a game where, by golly, you would have loved to have Will Magna out there last night. Oh, 100%. You know, just, just having someone who can play above the rim with those guys would have helped. But I guess it's, it's just we've got to find ways to be effective in what we do. We've, we've managed to, to make the adjustment all year in, in finding ways to outwork guys and better use our bodies. And I think that's the thing with those seven-footers. We probably didn't do the best job of sitting on their knees and taking away their jumping ability last night. Like, Fab was battling hard, and, and so was JB, and, and so were the other bigs that were rolling through. But it's just a matter of, you know, rebounding is about um, is about effort and passion and positioning. So it's just a matter of getting those guys really locked in on that for game two. And, yeah, because definitely their, their size was a factor yesterday with, with Porty and um, JLA really, really dominating inside there. Yeah, and that, that was going to be my next question. Uh, JLA, he was, I mean, he was unbelievable defensively, six blocks, I think, and yeah. uh, held him really well in the first quarter, and then he, he just kind of got, got loose. What was, what was the change? How, how, how do you think he got hold of you? No, I don't think there was anything specific he did. He's just, he's just so big and athletic, and as you said, with, without winning the lineup, we don't really have a, a direct matchup that can match that size and athleticism, so you just got to limit him and make sure he doesn't hurt you. And I think, obviously, on the defensive end, six blocks is a great great effort. But in terms of the across the board, the rest of the ways, his points were down and his rebounding was probably down on what he's done all year. So I don't think he actually 
overly hurt us. I think the, the biggest thing for us, as I said at the start, defensively, 72 points, uh, 74 points to the opposition team. Like mm. That's a score that we should be able to compete with. It's just the 63 we scored. Their, their defensive intensity got us. we just got to find a way to, to make the adjustments on offense. The, the ball got a bit stuck in hands at times. It's just getting the ball moving around and, and trying to find a way to get Josh Adams and Josh Majette a little bit more open so we can um, contribute from the outside. Tell us about last night in atmosphere-wise. What was it like in mm. Melbourne in comparison to what you're used to at My State Bank Arena, Jorick? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a different arena, obviously. It's a 9,000-seat stadium, and they, they didn't have a massive crowd last night. I reckon it was probably close to five, so it was about half full, but there was there was a big sea of green, which was awesome. There was lots of people in Jack Jumper's jerseys and Jack Jumper's shirts and, and that sort of thing. So we were sort of sitting behind the the home bench, and there was you know, a massive section of our away supporters or home supporters that had travelled over to the away end, so... It was really cool, a good a good vibe. It's obviously it's obviously loud, it's obviously um, high entertainment, but I think um, in terms of product, I don't think they do anything different than we do, and I think sometimes having a smaller stadium actually helps. Like last Saturday night when we played United at home, I, I don't think I've ever heard a stadium that loud in my life. So I think, um, again, this, this this week when we come, again, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a spell out. It's going to be, you know, the hottest ticket in town this Saturday, and I think it's going to be absolutely unbelievable to be part of it, and hopefully the crowd can bring the energy for us and, and give us that little bit of extra advantage. To build up for tomorrow night, Jorick, um, it's enormous. How's it been, mate? You've mm. obviously already switched off from what happened last night. Focus turns yep. to tomorrow night. Um, give us a little snapshot from your perspective. Yeah, I think that, like I so said, we're, we're in the plane first thing this morning, so off to the airport after this, and then we'll, we'll fly back in, and, and the boys will have a bit of a walkthrough just to get the legs moving, and then, yeah, they're, they're straight onto the scout. So the, the assistant coaching guys have been working on the scout all night, so they'll, they'll sit down and do a bit of video and, and make the adjustments and move forward, and then... From an off-court perspective, we're just going to enjoy the um, enjoy the party atmosphere. You know, the, the people in Tasmania have been waiting for the national-level sport for, for so so long in terms of a team they can get around all of Tasmania and you know making the finals in year one just a, a great achievement. So it's going to be a celebration of everything we've achieved and and hopefully we can get a win and, and extend the series to Game Three on Monday. And Jorik, um, proud basketball, uh, proud Tasmanian basketballing family. Yours, you know, your dad Mark. Uh, Chargers coach, what what, is, what does this mean yeah. for you and, 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 and your family for you to have such a huge involvement um, in in the inaugural year of the Jack Jumpers? Yeah, I think basketball has always been a been a connector for our family. All my my brothers and sisters have all all had a dabble in as well, and, and all come along to the game. So it's just a great night for us. We can bring all the all like you know my old man's working, I'm working, and then we've got my mum. She's always in the crowd. My wife's in the crowd. My kids come along, and all my nieces and nephews and stuff. It's just a it's just a real connector for our family. So we're we're all very, you know, humbled to be involved and um, and also very proud of what we've achieved. And just, you know, it's more so for, for Tasmanian basketball in general. There's been a lot of a lot of people who've worked very hard behind the scenes. Obviously, my old man was one, but there's been a lot more than him. And it's just, um, you know, a real celebration for all those that have, you know, grafted away for the last 25, 26 years, but, you know, in between the devil's gone and we're coming back. And, you know, I hope that, hope that all those people that have put effort in for Tasmania, you know, all our bloodlines, people can really enjoy this moment because, it's, you know, it's not about one person. It's about all of Tasmania and all of Tasmanian basketball celebrating what we've achieved and, and really punching above our weight on the national stage like, like, like we've been talking about all year. Jorick, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, mate, and I look forward to catching up with you tomorrow night. Mate, I just uh, just a quick one back your way. I, I did notice there was a little little spin move on the uh, on the internet. Have you guys <laughs> thought about uh, thought about putting your hand up for a game next year, mate, or is that um, is that under wraps? Look, the, the 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 reality is that I've always been able to get the hoop, but I rarely finish. So that was a little <laughs> bit of a it's a very small snapshot. I've never, but a very... I've never never seen you move so fast, mate. So I was very impressed when I saw that pop up the other day. 
Good, can, can, good can for I, you, Ego, mate. Can I just say, there was some real Nick, Nick Kyrgios about your approach to that celebrity game. Spin moving on ladies, blocking the small the children. It was, yeah. He didn't say the six foot. He didn't say the six When I saw the headlines about Nick Kyrgios, I thought they were referring to Flash to start with. And it was just yeah, the last moment. Was, oh, no, it was a different celebrity game. Takes it way too seriously. seriously. If both of you look behind um, the dear mare that I did do the spin moving, we would have noticed the six foot five monster, 220 pounder in behind that I had to go to the left side <laughs> to get past. Him, I, the, the spin was so fast, I saw him going to have a cup of coffee. But, you know, like, between the first and second step, and he'd come back and started playing league. <laughs> Very kind, Jorick. I look forward to saying <laughs> love, good day to you tomorrow night, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, mate. <laughs> good man. Thanks for joining us, Jorick. <laughs> Game two of the Jack Jumpers versus Melbourne United playoff series will be live on SEN Tasmania and the SEN app this Saturday night. I'll be calling the action live from 6am, Brett, which is very exciting. Andrew Gaze. 6pm. 6pm. Peter Hawley as well to join the show. This is Jack, and we're going to say we're going to say it's Flash and Jeeves just this once here on SEN Tasmania. But the good news is Jack Revolt to join us after eight AM.